0: More bears. I think I can make that happen. Bear, please stop. Please refrain from shooting lasers onto the field.
1: A little bit cheeky with it. Show you both my Between two... <laughs> two be-
0: you, start, you start off the episode <laughs> grabbing the microphone at the most sensitive part, the tip. Hey. And just rubbing it on everything you can find.
1: Well, old habits. That's how
0: you start. Okay. Do you want to start? Let's start this over. Hold on one second. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Between Two Bears, brought to you by the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Republic, Republican no, Football, Football Network. Network. Uh, brought to you also by Homefield Apparel, homefieldapparel.com. Use code MOREBEARS for 15% off your first order, 10%. If you're a returning customer. It's free real estate. It is free real estate. Going to pick up some of the core collection, the, the logo lists, uh, hoodies and okay. crew
1: sweatshirts. I, I need to stock up. Something looks a little nicer for the work day. I've, I've been wearing those, uh, not core line, but the Baylor, like 1850s ass pants. You know what I'm talking about—the <laughs> yeah. sweats with the old logo on it. Those, yeah, those will get you through a cold night. They've been they getting will. me through cold nights, actually.
0: You were just, you were just saying how cold it is in Chicago, and I did try to tell you. No one told me. Yeah, I did. Cold. I actually did it's tell you. So more cold. Nights. I know that with the cold, everybody wants to start talking about basketball, and we will actually today. But there is news that we let simmer just a bit. Before hopping on to record, there are some football staff changes with Baylor football. There's a lot going on in the transfer portal. Um, I'm going to let you choose which direction we go first: transfer okay. portal or coaching staff changes.
1: Coaching staff changes.
0: Let's do it. The biggest one, of course, Jake Spavital hired as the Baylor. Lead. It is hashtag Spav it all. I'm spavin out. I'm I'm spavin. We're all spavin. Uh, Spavadal hired as the offensive coordinator for Baylor, um, after whatever the hell that was the last season and a half, not good, actually very, very bad.
1: your take your, your initial gut reaction when you heard the name, um, honestly, my first reaction was, isn't that the guy that Texas state said good riddance to. So I'm hoping you can explain that to me a little bit. It is. Uh, it is. but I, uh, you know, this is the offense of my youth. I'm very excited to see it back in the mix.
0: It is uh, of your youth. That is, I guess that's somewhat technically true for me yeah. as well, but that's upsetting to hear said out <laughs> loud. A quick rundown of Mr. Spavidal's history. You can start it off as a offensive um, uh, quality assistant or quality assurance guy for Gus Malzahn at Tulsa. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. I did not know he was with Malzahn at Tulsa. Not everyone. Knew then that. He becomes a grad assistant under Dana Holgerson at Houston. The original time uh, with Kevin Sumlin. Uh, Dana was the OC there, and then Holgerson took him to Oklahoma State when was Dan, when Dana Holgerson was hired as the OC there and made him a grad assistant. Then he takes him to West Virginia, makes him a QB coach. Which where like who did he coach during his time?
1: At West Virginia, did he have Pat White and Gino Smith? Did he have both? No, or? he did not have Pat White. He uh, did, well, he did not. Have I only know two, so he had Gino. He
0: had Gino, and uh, Baylor fans are very intimately aware of what mm. Gino Smith did. He
1: scored seventy points on us and made he it look Really easy. did. What he a really, game. really did. I watched that uh, game from a sorority house top bunk bed. It was awful.
0: <laughs> I am so torn between wanting you to. Um, expand on that and and then not, actually. Uh Sumlin offers him the OC job at Texas A&M after Cliff leaves for Texas Tech. Good riddance. And then that goes weird with the whole Kyler, Kyle Allen situation. Uh-huh. So he leaves and becomes the OC for Cal. And you might be saying, wow, that was a long time ago. How long has he been the OC at Cal? Well, it was only for one year, and but. that year he makes Davis Webb, if you remember, and I think Davis Webb played for Texas Tech. As he well. was a Texas Tech. He makes him an NFL draft pick for the Giants. And of course, it, and then what you happened? are a good offensive coach if you can trick the Giants into drafting your quarterback. Yeah. I, th- I think it's I think it's one feather in your cap. Um, then Sonny Dykes is fired and he's chosen as the interim head coach. Uh, I didn't at know that any point, point of this. He, he, I know. I, I was doing some review, and I learned all this as well. He returns to West Virginia as an OC and then takes the Texas State head coaching job. So you referenced that Texas State head coaching job. I think that's super – I think that was one of the hardest jobs currently. I think it can change.
1: I think that's one of the – hard.
0: It, it, well, I mean, you have uh, Guinea Ginny Kinney who's doing a decent uh-huh. job there right And
1: Tinley Ginley Finley.
0: And tenley you know. Tenley, Finley, uh, who are doing pretty decent uh, in San Marcos right now, but he he had it felt weird to take the approach of only transfer portal guys like that that's when he took a like transfer portal is brand new. I'm only taking transfer guys pretty much. I'm throwing high school recruiting to the win. And he's not dumb. He coached for a and m. He coached for a bunch of other like big time schools. He knows how important Texas high school coaching relationships are. I feel like there was added pressure there to win immediately, and he took the, the quick route, and it failed. Mm-hmm. Because it did fail at Texas State. I think we do need to be clear about that. Him as a head coach well, at Texas clear. State was not encouraging. Let me be clear. Then he goes back to Cal, of course, for last year, OC and QB coach, and Cal was fun to watch again. Crazy how that happens. I am way more encouraged... After thinking about this and muddling it over in my brain, I think there is
1: a path to success on the offensive side of the ball again. What say you? I think so. Looks like everyone's coming back. Don't know how good that is, but they are coming back. So, you know. Well, let, could let's mean talk a lot about that here real quick. It, it's it's not
0: quite everyone. We talked about Blake Shapen <clears throat> transferring last week. Um Joining him is Drake Dabney, a record setter at tight end for the Bears this past season, and uh an offensive line um high somewhat highly recruited uh George Miley, I think his name is. Uh, uh-huh. he, he's transferring out as well. Ah but to have but to only have three transfer out, not bad. I started poking around some of the other schools. How many players do you think TCU has transferring out? Uh 14. That's I, I counted seven, okay. but still. Like, it's not the worst-case scenario, especially
1: not as bad as I thought it could get. Yeah. And, you know, Drake Dabney went crazy this year. He did? I'm curious if he would have gone as crazy in an offense that really only—we really only threw it to a tight end and on the sidelines. That's kind of all we did.
0: Well, well, wide receivers really only caught, like, what, two touchdowns, I think, pretty much the entire season? that's not
1: true, is it? I
0: don't know what the exact number is, but Ugh. it's
1: very low. It is Knocked very, in.
0: very low. I feel so like nobody was catching touchdowns.
1: I think if your tight end is your best pass catcher on this kind of offense, that just means you're really good at getting into third and nine.
0: Yeah, I so, mean that's I so mean I'll saw miss that, him though
1: a little. I'll miss him a little. He's good.
0: I'm not going to say he's, he's frig- not good. He's he's good. Um very very interesting your percent chance that this offense gets back to top 50 status cal was 40 this year 100% I,
1: I bet anything we're top 100% 50 next percent? year anything i'll bet you anything we're top 50 next year
0: i don't want to take that bet because i think i agree i think Wouldn't i neither I agree if i was you there. um we we spoke about the portal it's going cr- oh 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 i almost forgot the other piece of football staff changes Uh-oh. uh oh uh Mateos, the offensive line coach, mm. is gone. Yep. Um, he had a very nice parting message on Twitter. I enjoyed that. That was well-written yeah. and, and friendly. I liked it.
1: Uh, he's going to Arkansas. Mm. Is, that, is that a step up in your career? I mean, good, good luck to him. I think he'll do great anywhere he goes. But Baylor to Arkansas, to me, feels a little lateral. That's all. Kinda, yeah. I mean, SEC money, I guess, but, but we got is anybody... school money.
0: Yeah. Private it, school money has got to be
1: middle of the pack SEC money. It, it feels like be. it, right? It, 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 it does
0: feel somewhat lateral, right? It does. It does. But wish them all well, the lateral best. Lateral be a um, step up from this year. You know, we did moobly, a lot of negatively, a lot, a lot of lateral play calls. I'll tell you that yep. much. All right. Uh, the transfer portal, is going insane insane there are approximately let me double check yes a a bazillion players oh okay in the transfer portal it is crazy and you sit here and you're refreshing one of these sites and it updates with a new
1: player or two every 10 minutes every 10 minutes it's crazy here's Here's what I think. Maybe I said this last week. Maybe I didn't. My thesis around all this is it's good, but it is going to produce some really average-ass football for the next few years. It might. Brandy locker rooms. Going to be a lot of locker room beef, a ton of locker room beef.
0: But if you spread that four-star talent, and even three-star talent across the country, yeah, I mean, in theory, it gets more average, but it does raise the floor. Of some of these, you know, not quite as good teams, right? Well, I, I how guess many teams are out there that are good
1: but don't have a quarterback? There are a lot. Well, I guess what I'm saying is, like on a on a playbook level, it's going to be some regular, regular, vanilla. Oh, yeah, maybe for the next, maybe probably
0: ever. But like, do you think Cameron Ward is going to go somewhere and be boring? I don't think so. Maybe. Do you think Will Howard, even if it's good or bad, boring, do you think he's going to go out there and be boring? I, not necessarily. He's going to go out and run around and do crazy stuff. Will Rogers is going to go to Washington and be entertaining. Tyler Van Dyke is going to go somewhere. There's just, and have There's a finite
1: amount of brain space for new plays, I guess is what I'm saying.
0: I disagree. You know? I, I think you're overselling that to a degree. I understand your point and and I get it, but I think you're overblowing that just a bit. Some of the names, just just quarterbacks, just just quarterbacks. In the portal. Dante Moore, UCLA. Bear. Uh, who had a weird um, a weird freshman season. Cameron Ward, Washington Bear. State. In the portal. Will Howard, Kansas State. Don't want him. Uh, <laughs> Riley Leonard from Duke. Bear. Uh, no, he's going to be a Notre Dame fighting Gosh. Irish. Uh, Daquan Finn, four-star from Toledo. Great name. Dylan Gabriel, OU, in the Bear. transfer portal. Likely going to Oregon, I would imagine. Kyle McCord from Ohio State. Bear. No, no, not a bear, please. No (laughs) bear. Will Rogers, like I said, going from Mississippi State to Washington. Um, Tyler Van Dyke, Miami. Bear. Grayson McCall, Coastal
1: Carolina. Don't want him. You don't want him? Don't know him. Never heard of her. Huh,
0: okay. Uh, DJU. uh, Yeah. Bear. You think he's a bear?
1: I think so. Beavers bears what's the
0: difference? <laughs> um Jordan McLeod from James Madison, Nate Johnson who beat Baylor in Waco. Nate Johnson, what do you think about Nate Johnson?
1: What do you, what where do you remember that you where, where did he Utah? play? Utah. Utah.
0: Oh, um he was he was the he backup stunk. quarterback.
1: He stunk. He was fortunate He was the that he one that led the win.
0: Yeah, okay. I, very athletic. I, I don't think Utah fans are super <laughs> super excited about him. Um, then you get into the three stars. We're in the three stars now. Uh, oh, look, Blake Shapen from Baylor going somewhere. Hank Bachmeyer, we talked about him last week. Bryson Barnes, the other backup Utah quarterback. What is going on? He's the one that stunk. He's the one that, yeah, yeah. Nate Johnson was fine. Um, Drew Pine from Arizona State. Didn't he play somewhere else? Drew Pine, I feel like he did. I feel like he did. Yeah, he he? played Notre Dame. That's what I thought. Uh, Ah, okay. Um, and, uh, of course. Athen Cali- Caliac Manis, Cali- Caliac Manis, Minas Cal- Caliac Manis from Minnesota, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Tailen Green from Boy. Like it's just a lot of really serviceable quarterbacks. At least going to go try to play somewhere else. Oh, I, I, I just think it's interesting that now is the time where it blows up, as yeah. opposed to like a year ago or two years ago.
1: Who's going to do all these young men's taxes? Uncle Sam is going to be wreaking havoc for all of these gentlemen. TurboTax, baby. Are you a college football player? <laughs> oh my gosh! I don't trust TurboTax. I got a raw end of you, deal with TurboTax. Did you? Did you receive money from a collective?
0: <laughs> is <laughs> oh this money God. from one of the A and M collectives? Yes. <laughs> oh no! And the whole screen goes red. <laughs> Um, what anything else in the
1: transfer portal? I was, I just wanted to make note of how crazy it is. Um, I don't really have a lot of transfer portal thoughts. I would imagine we'll get some pretty good names out of there. You know, that private school money, it's going to, it's going to make something happen. make something well, happen. I, I had a uh, quote tweeted something from, uh, Dave
0: Aranda's or Jake Spavadol's press conference. Where he says, eh, you know, we we know it's there. We have a strategy built around the transfer portal. We're not gonna be super aggressive. Mm. And my eye started twitching out of anger. I was Yeah, isn't that
1: what we said last year? And I we was were-
0: livid, right? And then literally 30 minutes later, tweets started rolling in of like, I've been offered by Baylor, like players in the portal. Um, I've been offered hmm. by Baylor, been offered by Baylor, offered by Baylor. Jeremy Macklin's cousin from North oh. Texas got offered. Uh, the super good re- receiver at Mizzou, mm-hmm. his cousin at North Texas, Ugh. we offered him. Um, just like like solid players around the state, around the country. Sure. And it seems like won't be aggressive was not the right phrase to use there. Do you there.
1: think we'll get any players who can tackle?
0: <laughs> well, Devin Bobby's coming back. And that's All the right. other thing. A lot of the players... Tweeting out, hey, I'm staying. Why go
1: anywhere? This is home with the GXG Collective. uh, I've thinking about that. And I do mean, I mean this with a lot of respect, but who's watching our tape from last year saying I need to go get that guy? You know, I think a lot of people were looking at the super young defensive backs. Sure. Yes. Them excluded. But I feel like some names that I saw, I can't, I don't want to single anyone out, but I was like, yeah, I mean, of course you're coming back. There's work to be done, brother. But maybe that's just me. You know, like Matt Jones? Is, is that who I, you're referring to? You, you said it. The name, no, I didn't name. say
0: that. I didn't say it. You said it. I didn't say it. Um, one last piece of news that came out early this morning here on Wednesday, December 6th, I, I thought would be interesting to chat about. Colin Klein taking the offensive coordinator job at Texas A&M, leaving Kansas State to go coach the Aggies with uh, Mike Elko. Get ready to learn QB power. Mode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hope hope your helmet's got padding in it. Yep, yep. Any thoughts on Colin Klein? I'm I'm kind of glad to be
1: rid of him because he has torn us a new yeah. orifice just about every year. I feel like I don't know. I've never I've never been that impressed with Colin Klein. I feel like he's the kind of player and the kind of play caller that can succeed at Kansas State because he is built in a lab to do what they want to do. I'm interested to see if it translates anywhere else in the whole country.
0: I'm very curious because
1: I think AM is one of those places where it could, right? Um I I, th- I think it could. Here's my question about building programs in the SEC right now. How are they actually going to define success? Because there's there's two teams at the top of the country that are also at the top of that conference. And no one's really gonna unseat them. So like are these Are the AMs and the Texas, uh, the Texas's and the LSUs, are they going to measure by like how often they can get that number three spot? Like, will success be almost making the conference title game? You think it'll happen? I mean, that's the the core argument against going to the SEC if you're a Texas or Oklahoma. Yeah. I mean, I guess I just don't understand because even with a 12 team playoff, SEC is going to get four max. So that means you have to. When yeah. 10 games in the SEC, I even agree. even to make that 12-team playoff, I, I don't agree. know. The math isn't going to shake out
0: for a lot of these people. They made often. their roads a lot harder, but that's their bed, and they have to sleep in it. And it's stinky, and it has bugs in it, and it's yucky. And I think that's our main point for the day.
1: There's just going to be so much talent hoarding. I think there's going to be so much talent wasted in this new format.
0: Entirely know? possible. Speaking of talent hoarding, Baylor basketball played last night. Bulks. Before... Before going into a hibernation over uh, the Christmas break, minus one game, Seton Hall comes to Waco. A Decent program, probably going to be a middle of the pack Big East team. And Baylor was not bothered Whooped their whatsoever. Whoop was, was not so ever. Um, he uh, got down to like what I think uh, seven points. They got it point? to seven. I tuned a- in and second half in like
1: a twenty-one to two run. Boy, this team. We're back.
0: Um, you know, I wasn't sure how real the the uh, defense was from the Auburn game. I wasn't sure how real the offense was from the Florida game. Both. Both are real. I mean, Baylor goes out and beats a bad Northwestern State team by 50-plus. Mm-hmm. Um, And I was like, okay, well... Not every team does that. You go look at a Purdue losing to Northwestern. You look no. at Kentucky losing to UNC Wilmington. Yucky. Recently, Mississippi State loses to Georgia Tech. Got Villanova that. loses to a bad Drexel team. And then Kansas, I think just last night, maybe the night before, barely beats an Eastern Illinois team. And that's not like a euphemism for a popular team in Eastern hmm. Illinois. Actual Eastern Illinois. Baylor you beat think
1: them. they'll finish third or fourth in the Big 12? Uh, Kansas or Baylor? Kansas.
0: (laughs) Um, It feels like a really weird year where somebody goes and loses to BYU. Somebody loses to UCF. Nobody's going to lose to Oklahoma State. But um, I don't know. It feels like a three way, four way tie situation and tiebreakers come into it. What's up with BYU? Are they good? Are they good? I need to, this is a question that I have not been able to answer honestly yet. I need to go watch them. But all of the metrics think BYU is like a top 10 team this year. (laughs) Um, It is, it's kind of insane. I mean, BYU is number, so Baylor is number five at Ken Palm right now. Overall Uh efficiency, right? Nine and O. BYU is eight and O and is number six. We got some good basketball being played in this league, man. Wild. Now they might have a much easier schedule than us so far, but they're beating the shit out of everybody. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't
1: know. Talk to me about this graph I saw yesterday. You know the one.
0: Which graph? The three point shooting graph?
1: Yes. What I honestly, maybe I was just having trouble interpreting graphs, but I don't really know what I'm talking about.
0: No, it's 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 perfect. So I I'll I'll put the link in the in the show notes for it. But essentially, it was a graph showing. Three-point shooting rate, so how many percent, you know, what percentage of your possessions end in a three-point shot, mm-hmm. right? Or what percentage of your shots are from three-point range? And what percentage are you making them at, essentially? So if you have a team in the lower left-hand corner, they don't shoot threes hardly at all, but they also don't make them at all. That usually don't, means a team be that knows that they don't shoot three-pointers well, so they don't shoot a lot of them. All okay. right. Then you have teams like at the top left which means they shoot a ton of or they they make a ton of threes that they take but they don't really take a, a lot. So they uh-huh. probably should be taking more three point shots. Bottom right would be they don't make a lot but they shoot a ton of them. Mm. Um and so they probably should either make more or shoot less, right? And then at the top right you have your makes a lot and takes a lot. And Baylor is so far
1: <laughs> to the right. <laughs> we like on our right. own little
0: Our own little island. The creator of the graph puts a circle around the Baylor logo and says, good Lord, like he put it on the chart. So Baylor is shooting the hell out of the ball right now. It is fantastic. Against Seton Hall, Ray J. Dennis has a 17. Jacoby Walter opens up the game with a couple of big threes, has 15. Um, Langston Love knocks a couple down, ends up with 11. You know, Jalen Bridges not a great game if you watch the actual game, but he had two three-pointers as well. Um And he's Missy, of course, played really, really well uh, with 13 we're points, eight boards.
1: We're going to have two top 10 draft picks this year. It, How crazy is that? Dude,
0: I, I, I normally don't like trying to predict the NBA draft, but if you look at the other freshmen in the country, if you look at the other um, big men prospects around the country... I'm not seeing a ton
1: more. Eve's makey. I've been trying to. There think. are
0: none. There are none that are demonstrably better than those two. There are some where you know preference or role fit on the teams drafting in the top ten might stay away from, but not because of the quality of the player. I I think it is entirely. I won't say top ten. I'll say lottery pick. I'll, Baylor might have two lottery picks this season. I'll say top it's crazy. 10. I'm sure okay. of it. Okay, I've seen enough. Okay. Um, the, again, Baylor is, is crazy right now. The number one, uh, Ken Palm offense, number four in effective field goal percentage, number six in offensive rebounding, number one in three point shooting, right? Um, and let's see what else, right? And on defense, the 44th defense, which is perfectly fine if you have the best offense in the nation, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, you look at uh, th- we defend the three point line really well. Three point percentage for opponents is we're the twentieth in the nation, which is great. I mean, this team hasn't even played that much together, and okay. and they're they're already starting to gel. Massive wins on the resume, I think. You know, Auburn ranked seventeen at Ken Palm. You have Florida ranked at thirty three at Ken Palm. Seton Hall at sixty six.
1: So we'll get and then, a Yeah, be, there's a lot of trash. We'll, we'll there get a
0: lot to this year. Maybe two. Maybe two. <laughs> Maybe two. Maybe two. Baylor does go on the road uh Saturday, December sixteenth. So next Saturday, uh, and they play Michigan State. It's it's a neutral site game. And then you have on the twentieth, Duke. Dub at a at a true neutral. So
1: um at MSG? Favored in both. Favored in That's both. Right.
0: Michigan That's crazy. State,
1: they had a nasty loss to start the season. How are they looking ever since? Uh, they're not great. <laughs> They're not, they just, they just lost okay. last night. They
0: lost last night to Wisconsin. Who's good? Wisconsin's quite good, actually. Don't get it twisted. But every good team they've played, they've lost to. They lost to James uh. Madison. They lost to Duke. They lost to Arizona. They lost to Wisconsin.
1: Yep. Dub.
0: Not not great for, for Michigan State. Um, and then you look at Duke. Duke has also lost to Arizona. Duke lost to Arkansas. And Duke also lost to Georgia Tech, who's still yeah. not good. I, I know I've mentioned them twice in in wins, but. They've also not been good. So Um, eh. do you see that we're the only school with two top 10 teams right now? I saw that we need to, we do need to talk about the women. Give me one sec though, real quick. December 22nd, Ferrell center closes down. No longer the basketball stadium, December 22nd. A lot of good memories for me personally. in the uh, big golden boob. Let's just spit some out. Yeah. Do you have any?
1: Uh, yeah. I graduated high school there, graduated college there. Uh, <laughs> um i saw us beat kansas with aj walton as a starting point guard in the year 2013 yep. what else have i seen there um i saw a guy dunk 10 times on texas once there he did that rule he did. um i saw matthew Mayer detonate on a young man from west virginia there one time he did um one time in college i got to go and watch our like uh, I guess it was like our ball boys for the men's team whooped the shit out of the ball boys for Kansas State. The manager did you ever? It? Did you ever no, I haven't, I haven't watched
0: the games. Um,
1: but, I've sat uh, in on a few of those. They were always so fun. Um, yeah. I've seen the Harlem Globetrotters there at least five oh, really? times. Oh wow! They brought me on the court for one of them. It was pretty cool. Well, that's cool. Um, yours are probably better than mine. What you got?
0: I only have a couple. One is Texas A&M comes to Waco and. Uh, some anonymous benefactor gifts, um, inflatable, uh, like sheep with holes at the, Oh no. With a hole where, uh, where a hole should be on yep. a sheep, um, and hands them out to the entire bear pit. And the entire bear pit is just waving them <laughs> at Texas A&M. Very, very silly. Uh, the Epe Udo nightmare masks when they gave those out. Yeah, uh, there's was a stretch fun. of a couple weeks where we wore those religiously. Those are great. Um, <laughs> and then finally, I think getting uh Rick Barnes to break his focus during a game. Yes, when Scott drew across the line. Remember? Um, Remember when that? Yeah, that was before. And then Rick Barnes of Texas comes to uh feral Center, and for some reason, I just got it in my head. I'm going to yell Rick or Ricky or some (laughs) variation of his name as long as it takes to get his attention. And then finally, at some point during the first half, he looks over to me with kind of an inquisitive, upset, frustrated look. And I said, Ricky, what are you doing? You got a game to coach. Pay attention. (laughs) And he immediately turns around. Um, That was a, that was a good memory Um, Uh, amongst a bunch of others. I think the Villanova win from 2021
1: there was remarkable 22 points in the whole game or something. It was, it was insane. It was, Um, I was other memories. That's when I knew I saw Brittany Griner punch a girl in the mouth there. One time she deserved it. She did deserve it. She, I don't often
0: advocate for that on the court,
1: but no, she deserved it. I saw Rico gathers, hit a (laughs) three pointer to close out a half once and then tackle someone on the way to locker room. What else have I seen there? Um, I really, really liked when we, maybe they still do it, but they used to have those like dunk contests at the beginning of the year. And it feels like they've kind of tapered off in excitement, but like welcome week era. They would have like yeah. midnight at the feral dunk contest. Yep. That was really fun. Yep. We did, we did a midnight
0: uh, madness in the practice gym once. And Ooh. I was the DJ.
1: Oh, what were you mm-hmm. spending on the ones and twos? don't remember Remember?
0: i think i've repressed that
1: memory because it was probably so cringy but we'll rack your brain um one of my earliest like memories in my brain is getting lost at the feral center one game i that'll happen it's i didn't really understand how stadiums worked so i thought the (laughs) b was like upside down when i went to the other like when i came back in i thought i was like in a different universe and just immediately started screaming and crying Oh my um God, that's great. What else? I never got to do the Matson financial putt. That neither kind did of things. I, um, yeah. uh, I could go on, In man. In fact,
0: I'm starting to put a trend together that Baylor Athletics has never invited me to do any kind of like
1: entertainment. Yeah, Baylor thing. Athletics, if you're listening. Hey, um, what's going on? Could you pick me to do like a field goal kick competition? Yeah, I've but, actually always dreamed but, actually, of doing that.
0: Actually, pick me.
1: Um, why don't you give me a chance to do that, like silly end zone football catch thing with the helmet? I think. Oh, I yeah, that really would well be fun. I'd like to watch you do. Uh, that. uh let yeah. me race some children in some motorized vehicles in the end zone. I think. Do you I get a also, larger vehicle, or do you get I'd the same to, size? i would have to commensurate with my weight. I think. Yeah. I think um, so. let me let me kick a field goal, Baylor Athletics. If you're listening, I think that's I, the main thing I, you want to do. I think I'm you just money, want to kick a field goal. I'm money from forty. Okay. I could do it in a pair of chucka boots if I have to, <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, there's another team taking the boots to
0: every team that they play so far. The women's team. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say Lady no Bears. Arrows. Don't care. Uh, they're they're hooping, man. 7-0, and number 10 in the nation. Baylor, the only school in the country to have both basketball teams in the mm-hmm. top 10. But we do. Driona Edwards is my new favorite player. We're
1: running sets. Team. We're running sets and is... we're playing defense.
0: It's crazy. We are running an actual basketball offense. That is not just let's let's have seven ways to get the ball in the same spot every possession oh, down. And you then know how many five who knows, point
1: guards we wasted?
0: Dude, I was how many, just thinking how many point about guards that. made
1: the league despite the offense? Odyssey Sims should have scored twenty five thousand points.
0: Man, I'm so mad about that. Um, Drina Edwards is remarkable. Sarah Andrews is just, just a capital B. You know how I forget who it was. There's some NBA player that said there's basketball players and then there's hoopers, right? It, it, Sarah Andrews is a hooper for sure. Uh, Little Page Bugs just continues to improve. Bella Leroy continues to improve. This team is shooting 38.4% from three. We're balling. We're calling. Ab- the recent win versus Oregon was not. Clo- not in contest to, to me. I mean, the score was closer than than the game actually looked like this. This team is really good. And we had Justin Carter on our Daily bears write a piece for us. And I'm, we're about to put up the November recap kind of December preview here pretty soon. But he thinks this Baylor team ceiling is a national championship. And I think I, so. I, I opened it up to, to read through it and make a couple of edits. And I was like, whoa, I it's what we do. That's what we do, you know, true. But I, I didn't understand it until I watched the game against
1: Utah and the game against Oregon. They're and now I'm I in. cannot wait to see us play Texas. That game is going to be so fun. Both of those games Look, are going to be so fun. I get
0: it with Rory Harmon was on the Dave Campbell's uh, basketball Big baller. Um, she's
1: so good. She's so <laughs> she's good. So good.
0: A little a little too many mid-range shots for my liking, but who am I to talk? Like, it's I, just
1: efficiency at that point, you know? It's just efficient, yeah. That's all. Um, Chris Paul-like, yeah. Um, I went to high school with a girl who played basketball at Texas. Her name was Koki Reed, and she was a monster. She yeah. was the number two player in the country behind BG that one year. Absolutely. And that is the full list of Texas basketball players, I know. Just thought I'd throw <laughs> that out there. Good deal. Um, um, I did play in an AAU
0: tournament versus Jacobin Brown. I don't I'll know say who that, that is. Well, he didn't last long at Texas due to grades. Um, but mm. the power forward on his team did jump entirely over our power forward. Ah, uh, yeah. You got to be careful about the rosters you take to those AAU tournaments. You got to make yeah. You got to make I, sure uh, you know what you're getting into. And our coach did not really know.
1: I only played competitive basketball for one year, and it was literally my kindergarten year. Like we had the colored <laughs> wristbands and stuff. <laughs> But you know, because I had two older brothers who never ever took anything easy on me, I already kind of understood the concept of blocking. I must have blocked fifty shots at age five. I was so mean. I was hunting oh, people. I haven't told you. I'm okay. coaching
0: my son's team again oh. starting in January. I'm very how's, excited.
1: How's the squad looking? What are our what's our squad? Don't
0: like? I don't know anything about the team. Okay. Um, I think I'm co-coaching with somebody. So okay. there might be some good Pod, drama, content, you know, content there. I cannot there, we'll say,
1: but... wait to hear about this. Do you think Do you think your son will have a lasting passion to play the sport? Do you think he's that kind of I don't even care if, if, if he has the
0: passion to play it. I don't I don't need him to play it so much as I just want him to enjoy it. Like, that's yeah. what I want. Or, he, or, um, or, or parlay the passion that I show for basketball while I'm golf. coaching into something else. Like, just find your thing, sure. right? That, that's sure. all I care about. Um, I want it to be a sport, though. <laughs>
1: yeah. I'll be honest. Do you think, um, is he eager to play more basketball? Is he excited? Yeah, he was excited. I asked him
0: if he wanted to sign up, and he, he exploded. So, he like, we're gross. We're excited for it. Yeah, gross. He was messy. Evan, that's all I have. I do not want to talk anymore, because it is okay. during the workday, and I have more talking to do later. Evan, do you have anything to lead us out?
1: Yeah, I've slowed down on Skyrim. I'm not really playing as much. Uh, I just I've kind of plateaued, you know. The I The new Warzone's out today. I downloaded it. I'll be on tonight. Yep. I told Madison right. I'm working the night shift. We're going to a Survivor watch party and oh, then I'm going to be logging what on. We got to see who makes party. it. Speaking of Survivor, You don't listener, have to see who makes it. Listener if you're listening to this and you've ever watched season 22 of Survivor, it's the one that Boston Rob wins. No, I'm getting there, Matt. 22. Season. It's the one that Boston Rob wins. I just finished it last night, and it stunk. I wasn't read much. a new book. the The thing about that season 22 of Survivor, Matt, is that they brought back two old competitors. More and bears. The whole I think the I whole can make cast that just kind of laid down to, for Boston Rob to go to the end. He had no from shooting lasers. But no one else onto the even field. playing the game except for him. They didn't want, they deserved it, but they gave it to him. So, I was a little annoyed at that. But other than oh, that, I'm good. This <laughs>